Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Please welcome our three, let's see, I guess it's two junior guests. Paul Wilcox. It's great to be... Um, junior, like J-U-N-E dash I-O-R. June, it's good to be in June of this year. I don't know, some of them better one. <laughs> June here? <laughs> He's June here, guys. Glad to be June here. <laughs> it's June here. It's Tony Huff. It is great to be back. And also Doug. Hello. So once again, it's that time of year. For those of you listening, you've already missed Piscopo Day. How dare you miss Piscopo Day? Unfortunately, we got you covered right here with our Piscopo Day uh, celebration. It's a word that's like celebration, but isn't the word so celebration? Celebration? <laughs> Extravaganza? I don't know. Extravagant celebration Ganza. <laughs> Why is it that Ganza really just like flows off your tongue? <laughs> it's, as if, it's as if you have a lot of <laughs> muscle memory with that particular ending. Sometimes it just feels right. It's true. Should we start with the non piscopo specific? Pisca specific. I can make this happen. Pis. Pisc. 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 Specific. Oh my god. That just sounds like you just be like, piss, 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 piss. Yeah, is there a cat in the room with you? Piss, 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 specific. Piss, specific. Piss, specific. That's it. Piss, specific. Piss, specific. I did it. <laughs> Wait, this is what I was excited for all day. <laughs> You're not excited now? <laughs> I like I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a traditional Piscopo day I guess. without that feeling. Like what in the actual F is going on? <laughs> I'm on Twitter looking at hashtag F Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm I'm not used to you self-censoring like that. Like what in the F is actually going on? I'm I, it's a new Tony. Wow. It's a renaissance. Why it's is still it a like... new Tony? Should we talk about what happened to old Tony and Tony's adventures through America's Heartland or something? I mean, I don't really have too many adventures, but I did move to California. I quit my job, sold my house, and then drove my car uh, over 2,000 miles to Marina, California. And now mm-hmm. I have a job here. I have a real adult boy job. <laughs> Who bought your house? Oddly enough, it was a, a young family named, uh, or their last name was Miracle. And that's what it felt like when they <laughs> bought the house. So now you live in Marina. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Marinara, California. Family. Is, that how, is that how it's said, how they say it there? No, no, they say Marina, but Adam's trying to make he's trying to make it jump to Marinara. There's just been times where you said Marina without any kind of fanfare. Well, that's because me like, all right, I guess we're I'll just figure it out eventually. (laughs) Or like, I'm going to say Marina because it's the other one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the old hyper correction. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that's just because Adam had planted that in my ear, and then <laughs> I was talking with you, and so I was doing what Adam was doing to me, but to you, <laughs> even though I hate it. But <laughs> You could say that you're in your Marina era. <laughs> <laughs> your Marina era? <laughs> my Marina era. Marina era. <laughs> Marina era. Marina era. <laughs> That's so you can have the most strained wordplay of the entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, all wordplay. <laughs> From piss to At least provide some aftercare. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so now I, uh, I'm out here. I've successfully uh, made it so that uh, the Gobeski-Wallace uh, report has somebody in every time zone. Which oh, I yeah. think was Adam's ultimate goal. 
I mean, we're still wait, holding off for Hawaii, but yeah. And Alaska, right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't care about Alaska. <laughs> so you're a real liberal coastal elite now, right, Tony? <laughs> I don't know if I'm like <laughs> coastal elite. I, once I... <laughs> Once You're no I longer part house. of real America. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know what? That's actually the best part about moving here is not being part of real America. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like if if I have to pay seven dollars for gas, it will have all been worth it <laughs> to not be part of that. Have you made any fake friends yet? I have made friends at work, and I have been invited to a birthday party. A 60th birthday party for Susie. I'm not going to go. I'm going to say that I'm out of town. (laughs) When is it? The 25th. Oh, yeah. So you won't be out of town. I know, but I'm going to pretend that I am or actually be out of town. So I guess you're planning on never getting close enough to share the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's the... Here's the funny thing is that like uh, I feel like like I said earlier I feel like uh, this is like a rebranding of Tony and uh, <laughs> I don't know if they start to like look into my past on this podcast. <laughs> if- <laughs> oh, what do you think of that new employee, Tony? Well, I looked into it and he was really into the H manga for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up and, and now I'm into it too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who is and now it, really? I don't, and now I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> and now, now I'm a real Paul Wilcox. And they're like, what is that? You gotta listen to the show, man. You gotta listen to the show. Listen to the back, just binge it. <laughs> just binge it. <laughs> All 219 episodes? Come on. Yeah. Do your homework. You want to be my friend? Do your homework. <laughs> Yeah, do my homework. <laughs> be my two hundred hours of this guy's podcast. <laughs> that feels like a Tim Robinson bit where it was just like he's like, "Hey, come on over, do my homework. You'll be my friend." <laughs> <laughs> Have we talked about that? Just imagining like somebody having to do a background check for work, <laughs> like having to listen to every single episode of the podcast, <laughs> make sure they didn't miss something. <laughs> It's a podcast. He has to say something <laughs> awful at some point. It's in there. Yeah. Sad thing is got they, Mike Richards. Sad thing is they probably don't have to go too far to find something that I've said that's like <laughs> slightly off color. You're off work early. It only took two minutes. <laughs> Especially in the early days when I nailed was, him. Yeah, when I would just like go to Paul's and get hammered. <laughs> like, all right, let's do this podcast. Paul's like, oh. I mean, I'm only like one Modelo in right now, so you know, maybe maybe old Tony will creep out. <laughs> old Tony is a real creeper, huh? Yeah. You, you said Modelo, and I tried to immediately put it in like a California context. I was like, does he mean Modesto? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is the fun thing is I get to be really stupid with like California geography. <laughs> People will like say things. Like towns, I'm like, oh yeah, totally. They're like, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm like, not a clue. <laughs> could be ten minutes away, could be forty minutes. Away. But yeah, no. Um, I have a golfing friend, so that's kind of nice. His name's oh, Reese. Important. Yeah. How's he spell it? Uh, just like the candy. Uh, hmm. Huh. So the a- a- S on the end is silent. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, but is you that pronounce the apostrophe. Actually, <laughs> the the funny thing is, is that his last name starts with an S. So whenever he like sends like an, uh, uh, we have like whatever the equivalent of instant messenger is for Google G chat. Uh, it says Reese S. Makes me giggle. Reese S. Somebody let me out for Reese S. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping yeah. the wordplay going. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we're going to go golfing on uh, on a day. Who's the better golfer? I don't know. We haven't golfed yet. Oh, so dang. My club's just made it. Like, <laughs> so you're both going to be pretty rusty then, having uh, never done it before. <laughs> Are you rusty at things you've never done before? I flubbed the joke, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> 
how like <laughs> it was gonna be a banger. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I do think I do think Reese thought that I was hitting on him though uh, when I got excited that he was into golf and stuff, and so I was like asking him a bunch of questions, and then like he had this like very weird like segue into it. he's like yeah so like i had a date this last weekend in santa in santa cruz i was like oh uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> like he was really like setting setting up like the i i went on a, a really nice date <laughs> really nice date wasn't there's was no <laughs> golf involved <laughs> what would you like to go on a really bad date where golf is involved <laughs> <laughs> You know, they say the, the worst day of golf is is no this is just wait How's it going? <laughs> I I don't know this joke I never uh, played golf a good, before a good day at work is not as good as a bad day at golf or uh, I don't know you guys know <laughs> it's not as bad as a bad day at golf <laughs> I mean does putt putt count putt putt is probably a good date thing to do but I, but does it count as golf How, is it still a good thing to do if you insist that your date play it where it lie and you, <laughs> and you don't uh, <laughs> allow the stroke limit you're like they're like oh well i hit six you're like no keep going Adam, loser I buys it- doug if you went to a basketball court and just and just shot free throws for an hour did you play basketball i don't know huh. maybe huh. <laughs> Is that I the think, same I question? Think, uh, I thought the answer was obviously no. I've but I've never played golf. <laughs> apparently, I've never played golf. So, uh... I mean, this is an important aspect of golf. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just less good golf. Does the natural putting course at uh, whatever that place is count Rock as Hollow. golf? Yeah. I mean, I, as a golfer, would not count that as playing golf. Oh, okay. So I also, as a not? golfer, having done the putt-putt course, can Counted as golf, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you all want to count, self-defined it. You were like, "I'm a golfer, so it's not golf," because <laughs> it's not what I do. <laughs> I just, I, I feel, yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I'm a little more of an authority on the subject than people who golf, even was, though you've never golfed before. It was a circular definition, though. No, I've golfed. It's like I'm hot. I'm because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's get back to Adam's question about the mandatory play it as it lie. (laughs) Because I believe that that depends on what date it is. If it's the first date, I think you're going a little too hard. If it's like she's got to know or he. Right. Yeah. They they have to know. I I mean, I guess I I think it's going a little too hard in the paint. I know that metaphors are getting mixed there, but depends on where it lied or lay. (laughs) played <laughs> well no you know if you if you had a really bad shot and it went on to a basketball court <laughs> yeah that's true now it feels Not like great at papa but a monster in the paint <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why but in my mind i feel like we're at a state fair like just <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're like the renaissance festival entertainment right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> There just needs to be more sexual innuendo, and then we'd be all set. <laughs> more grog, wench. <laughs> so yeah, Piscopo Day. Or should we talk about the other big news? And we can segue into Piscopo Day that way. What's the other big news? Let's segue that way. Charlie has once again failed to give his new child the name that we all agreed upon. <laughs> Michael Morbius Wallace. <laughs> a good choice, but no. I thought you said Michael Moore. If you Moore listen to previous Wallace. episodes, <laughs> Michael Moore, Bias Wallace. <laughs> no, we collectively decided that this child should be named Jared from Subway, the beloved character, not the actual person, Priscilla Wallace. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh dear. Was that was that the entire name, the, the legal name? It had to be Jared the Subway character, not the <laughs> Jared from Subway, the beloved character, not the actual guy. The first name. <laughs> Queso Wallace. Queso, of course, Queso. <laughs> yeah. It should be you want it toasted, because that's what they always ask. Of course I want it toasted. Oh no, Charlie did not go down that route again. I didn't. 
they <laughs> and I'm not sure we'd want to go with that name either because as it stands, they spelled his name wrong on his birth certificate. <laughs> and that's oh, his social no. security oh, card. Really? Yes. Two well, R's. Did they, did they spell it as Jared from Subway, the person, the one who diddles children? Jared from Subway, the actual guy. We mean it. The actual man. They spelled it with two R's in Jared, too. What's, uh, what's your child's name? It's Connor with an O. Well, with two N's in it, so C-O-N-N-O-R. I was trying to describe it when I could have just spelled, spelled it. They spelled it with an E-R? They spelled it with an E-R, yep. And it's the sort of thing where you're, you're filling it out and you're like, I'm going to be very careful about the way that I write these letters. And yet, you would think, I, and I don't know where it happened along the line. I mean, it could have been maybe a nurse, like, or an administrative person just, like, copying it over wrong. Or it could have been at the birth certificate so How place. does one change that? Or you don't? Well, you, you can just say, like, I, I guess this is his name now. <laughs> You could do that. Oh, right. Like, is that it? Yeah, you, is it just, I guess now he's Jared from Subway, the actual guy? <laughs> so the birth certificate comes with a spot on it. They won't give it to you in Wisconsin. You have to pay for it if you actually want a copy. So when they send you like, do you want a copy? But please send us a check. They'll also have a form that says like, did we spell it wrong? And you can correct it really easily there. But the social security card is not the case. You need two forms of identification for a person who was just born. <laughs> so you have to get the birth certificate corrected. So voter ID and... <laughs> right. Footprint. So, uh, do they have a utility bill in their name? <laughs> for years. That's I, what I've I been doing. I enjoy that Wisconsin screws this up so often that they just have it on the form as, did we screw this up? Yeah, yes. Check here. Did, did we make an oopsie whoopsie? <laughs> oopsie whoopsie. And in fact, when you get the birth certificate, it doesn't clear out the air. I mean, it does, but it says at the bottom that, like, this is what it used to say before it was corrected. So it's going to be there forever. <laughs> like, they just decided they didn't like the look of it after seeing it on their certificate. <laughs> so they changed their minds. <laughs> Let it be known. This child is no longer Jared from Subway, the actual guy. <laughs> so when when I was born, they never put my dad down as like my dad and so my, my mom brought this up to him like way back when i was born he's like eh, whatever so my birth certificate just doesn't have a father it just has my mom <laughs> immaculately conceived yeah, like 21 years old <laughs> yeah yeah like i yeah like i don't know who my real dad is <laughs> All right, but it's time to cue the conspiracy corner theme because I'm going to go in. Oh, all right. <laughs> Your conspiracy corner is careless whisper. <laughs> How do you think these things get started? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right, but we're going to get personal here for a moment, but don't worry. please. It'll all be clear, but Charlie informed me that he had not named his child Jared from Subway, the beloved character, not the actual guy, Kesa Wallace. He had instead named him Connor. In my head, I was like, Connor? Hmm. I feel like every Connor I've known has been a douchebag. What a weird (laughs) name to pick. (laughs) But then I figured it out. And that's because I could think of one Connor who wasn't a douchebag, as far as I know. And that's Connor Trenier, who played uh, Commander Charles Tripp Tucker III on Star Trek Enterprise. Then the pieces started to fall into place. Yeah, Charles, yes. Yeah, his name's Charles. He got married on the anniversary of the premiere of Star Trek Enterprise. That's true, by the way. Uh, His first child is named Celeste, which means star. I mean, come on. (laughs) So I'm here to say, Charlie... Uh, it's okay. We've reclaimed Enterprise. You're allowed to like it now. You don't have to give all these <laughs> Wait, Charlie, does your dog like cheese? Probably. Yeah. 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 If he'd named Chaser Porthos instead, it'd be a slam dunk, but maybe he thought that was too obvious. <laughs> oh, and uh, 
the captain of an enterprise is Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap, Charlie's That's favorite true. show. So I'm just saying, Charlie, you can admit it now. You can just be out and proud as an Enterprise fan. And uh, that is why for the fifth annual Piscopo Day nomination, what are we calling these anymore? <laughs> the celebrity thing. The Piscoponies. The Piscoponies. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I made a picture that one year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So for this year's Piscopony, I am nominating the only cast member from Star Trek Enterprise to have a birthday in June, only main cast member, and that is Anthony Montgomery, who played Ensign Travis Mayweather, born June 2nd, 1971. And the nominations are now open, and the Conspiracy Corner has closed. Who's gotten a Piscopony, Adam? Our Piscoponies thus far are Chris Pratt. Jody Whitaker, Jim Varney, and I believe last year was Keith David. Wow. Yeah, the votes on that are actually in our chat history. <laughs> uh, apparently 2019 was the first full Piscopony. Wait, hold on. The placard on this says the second annual Piscopony Awards. That's right. So it's Wow, this is one. so confusing. No, it's only confusing if you think about it. <laughs> Just roll oh, So it is the fifth. Yeah. Fifth annual. Jeez. Man, you're turning out to be a bad intern. <laughs> you're well, lucky you're not getting any credit or pay for this. <laughs> no one will ever know you did this. <laughs> <laughs> you signed an NDA about the internship. <laughs> well, I, I think I know who I would like to nominate. All right. I don't really have reasons why, other than I really like him. And he did. I think he's my favorite Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland. When is Tom Holland born? He was born on June first, so it gets right in there. What year? Nineteen ninety-five. Oh, you were going to ask me the year, weren't you? Ninety-six. He's wow. Ninety-six. Huh? All right, Tom Holland. I just think because of the Marvel, you know. Yeah, what, well, that's fine. We need to get that's the fun. youth in here. We can't, it can't just all be the olds. <laughs> All the people that, that I'm gonna start them. nominating all those YouTube YouTubers to show up on like celebrity birthdays. Oh, oh my <laughs> Who the god, is this person? I, the sad thing was, there's a couple people that I knew. <laughs> they're like, oh no, they're creeping into my life. So who's YouTubers next? Are TikTok stars. I just I get bored and watch Instagram, and it, the algorithm has me. I can't so do about it. Who's next? I'm still I'm I'm up to the 28th. I have to make sure there's nobody nobody else. Hold on. <laughs> I have to look at every single bird. Yeah, I, I I don't even I don't know what the right site to look at. I'm like, where's the site of of birthdays by month, but like all things, not just movies. Birthdayregistries.us.gov. Doug, yeah. All right, here we go. Char- Charlie is is, uh, is looking just to make sure their birth certificate matches their name. <laughs> the long form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your son's never going to be president now. Jeez. <laughs> right out the gate. I, I feel know. like I'm going to accidentally nominate someone I've nominated like twice before. Well, if you do, we can say you did and cut it, and then you can nominate someone different if we care enough. Do you remember all the nominations, Adam? Probably not, but there's a handful where you might like. I remember somebody did uh, some composer from long ago. I don't remember who it was, but someone did Elon Musk. You. <laughs> someone did Lana Del Rey, according to the chat. I did Elon Musk. That was back when uh, I was really into Doge. <laughs> I hope you got out before. <laughs> oh, oh no! I, I, you always it's hold. Moon soon. Moon soon. <laughs> yeah, it's a moon soon. <laughs> <laughs> you have so much money. You, could have, you all know when I hit it big. So who's next? Uh, yeah, I can't believe Tony hasn't at some point picked this, but I'm going to go with the late, great John Mahoney, played Martin Crane. What's the birthday? June 20th. I was like, oh, I figured we would have mentioned him at some point, but no. Gotta give the years, man. June 20th, 1940. It, he was born in the UK. All right, John Mahoney. Oh, nice. Next. Um, let's see. Going after that Frazier vote. So <laughs> it's tough. It's tough got to play. You got to play the game. So to be clear, we're not doing YouTubers. Uh, you can do if you want. You can do me if you want. I can. <laughs> are, are you coming on to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, God. hey, guys, leave it for California. 
We're keeping it to wordplay only. No foreplay. <laughs> but yeah, no YouTubers. Unless I like them. What? Are you... Wait, you just get veto nomination you... veto power. No. Are you at all familiar with Review Bra? Oh, yeah. No. Well, then apparently he's not getting nominated. That's right. And it's going to have to be Mark Wahlberg instead. Wow. It's a real Hobson's choice there. (laughs) You wanted it that way. What's the birthday? Decembuary. (laughs) Sorry, it'll take me a sec. I've just been clicking through these at random and just happened to note. Glad you really thought through this oh, nomination process. It doesn't. Where's the back button? June I gotta 5th. replay the whole slideshow, Fandango. Who's this? <laughs> uh, 1971. Finally, Paul. You gonna break up the sausage fest or no? <laughs> yeah. In the spirit of Star Trek, I'm going to nominate. Oh, the slideshow just just said the, June. It, bro- it broke. I don't know what the slide was. It slid, but it slid too far. <laughs> um. Zoe Too Saldana. much slideshow, not enough break show. <laughs> yeah, we're, what's up with this? Ooh, Zoe um, yeah, I'm going to nominate Zoe Saldana, uh, June 19th, 1978. Oh, wow. Really? 78? I know. Like, what? She's younger. Yeah, like, does not look it. I mean, not that 78 makes you, you know, old. She seems young. Yeah. Oh, uh, Xi Jinping, I think, was a, a nominee one year also. <laughs> oh, yeah, was oh, that yeah. B? I think it was B. <laughs> we're going for like a time magazine kind of thing you know like person of the year <laughs> all right so in the chat type your uh your person you can't vote for your own oh we're typing I, who we're voting for i already forgot what, what the for round one right. oh sorry yeah the nominees yeah. are anthony montgomery from star trek enterprise tom holland from spider-man and uncharted john mahoney from moonstruck and fraser i guess Mark Wahlberg Wahlberg from Uncharted and a bunch of stuff. And Zoe Saldana from (laughs) Star Trek and Avatar and Guess Who and other stuff. Uh, Which role was Anthony Montgomery? He is the navigator. He is uh, Ensign Mayweather. Ah, okay. Navigator or pilot? Or both at that point, I guess. So... Has everyone entered their uh, votes in the chat? This no. is the round one vote, at least. Oh, right, because we have a we could have a runoff. Yep, I we have, often do. Uh, typed my in, but I have not entered it. Sorry, I'm looking these people up. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> Who is Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> oh, the Wahlbergers guy. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the guy the guy who I've heard owns my favorite. <laughs> Oh, LeBron James, the the Blaze Pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Blaze Pizza here in uh, Marina. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he had to think about what it was. <laughs> so you must always just get the white sauce then. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't say marinara. I can't say marinara. <laughs> They'll be like, no, that's where we are. I'll be like, oh, God. <laughs> You also have teriyaki madness, Paul, if you are interested. Oh, we got that. Well, you can't have that. Otherwise, you go mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of this in like a very Dark Souls way. Like, you've been afflicted with teriyaki madness. (laughs) It it remains after death. (laughs) (laughs) Need that shiny sweet sauce. <laughs> you have to get teriyaki or it will stick with you through all your reincarnation. This hunger can only be removed via teriyaki items. <laughs> I do love teriyaki broccoli. Because it rhymes, kind of? It does, kind of, yeah. Teriyaki broccoli? Bracky. That's actually what we say in California now uh, that I'm here. I started a whole <laughs> trend. <laughs> Paul, do you know who everyone is yet? Yeah, I think I do. Have you typed a vote into the chat? Uh, I've copied multiple names and then like copied other ones. <laughs> <laughs> what? Vote early and vote often. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to get a Paul lives in the villages situation here? He's just going to end up voting for two people? That's me. Or voting twice, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> voting as two people. There you go. <laughs> okay. Everybody ready? Um, Voting as Connor Wallace. 
with an E. <laughs> <laughs> and a K. C O N N E R K. That's why I can never have a kid. I I would never be able to name a human being. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Lots of Georges with DJ starting. <laughs> <Exactly>. George. <laughs> George. It ends with starts with DJ, ends with J D. <laughs> George. George. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm pic- now I'm picturing uh, Charlie's son as K H A N apostrophe R. <laughs> so I clean on. <laughs> yep, Connor. I like it. All right, all right. I'm on ready. The count of three. Hit enter. One, two, three. Oh, we all. Oh, I. I don't know. Does that count as a win if it's by one? I yes. I mean, there's no other person to take the second. To do the runoff with, I guess so. Yeah, we could all yeah. just have Mark Wahlberg not be a thing, and then we'll all vote for the same person again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can't vote for Mark Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> all right, enter. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't we do this ranked choice? Can't believe Charlie still hiding his Enterprise fandom by not voting for Anthony Montgomery. Oh, yeah. yeah what you the heck, Charlie? Yeah. You got to turn away from the skid. Right? Is that how it works? I can't, can't believe that too much. Mark, Mark <laughs> Green... I can't Turn believe... away and gas it. <laughs> I can't believe that you guys didn't vote for Martin Crane, John Mahoney. Like, I feel attacked. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I was well, we're all utilizing strategic voting. Vote. <laughs> I mean, what? I feel. Yeah, Mark if Wahlberg? If, we have, if only we'd established yeah, ranked who choice love voting. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Is like we you you have if you want your person to get nominated, you you just have to vote strategically. It's the only way. Well, I didn't even say John Mahoney. Exactly. So, so you were obviously going to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> You're just happy because you won. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you win every year. It's not even fun anymore. I didn't get Xi Jinping. <laughs> I do all the work every year to try and come up with a really good person. That's your problem right there. Well, for those of you listening, to not keep you in suspense any longer, the the tally is fifth place, zero votes, Mark Wahlberg. Tie for second place with one vote each, Tom Holland, John Mahoney, and Anthony Montgomery. And in first place with two votes, Zoe Saldana. So I guess congratulations to Zoe Saldana for being the fifth annual Pisca Pony. Please contact us to get your trophy. <laughs> now she has to talk to us. Finally, a Pisca Pony and not a Pisca Brony. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I want a shirt that says Pisca Brony, though. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Joe Piscopo would uh, agree with that. <laughs> and so to continue the Piscopo celebrations, uh, we're going to do one of Joe's favorite things to do, which is try weird new foods. Oh, <laughs> he does love that. He said that last time I was with him. I, so we're going to start here with uh, Reese's potato chips big cup. I don't think oh. it's. Uh, Tony's ask, friend. I didn't ask him to be on the show. Do you want me to call him right now? Do you want to call him and let him know this exists? Are you at that stage yet? <laughs> we are not at that stage. <laughs> but how? what better way than to just throw <laughs> him into the deep end? That is the best way. <laughs> just be like, hey, uh, so we've talked for three weeks now. Um, these are my friends. <laughs> Don't worry. We've talked about you. It's fine. <laughs> We you old, have man. a whole lore. You're, you're... I, mean, I doubt it could be interpreted as a as a date if you invited him on the podcast. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just to show I'm not interested in you romantically. Because <laughs> ew, boys. Like, right? like <laughs> case in point, like we talked about this earlier without you. <laughs> Paul, I was at Zia today and I almost bought you a copy of 10,000 BC. 
But then I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to shatter the illusion for you. <laughs> you know, it'll just give me the pleasure of being able to buy it sometime. Because that's going to be the best part of the transaction. Because <laughs> I definitely thought about it. I was like, his birthday's coming up. I could get him this. No, I can't do it. <laughs> and, ru- and ruin the bit. Right. <laughs> or enrich the bit forever <laughs> when it's his favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a Reese's potato chip big cup, not Tony's friend, I don't think, unless maybe Tony's friend has a secret. Is he a big cup or a normal cup? (laughs) I haven't met him, I don't know. So so Bran actually picked these up for me at the store. She was like, this looked weird, and so I wanted you to try it. And Adam, this is did you say this is the potato one? Yeah, this is the potato one. Like when I looked at that picture, like it it really didn't look appetizing, but still sounded appetizing, you know? It's like Reese's Noki or however you say that. Noki. <laughs> Noki. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So from the outside it just looks like a Reese's. It's a big cup, so we bite into it. I don't really taste the potato chip, but I definitely feel the crunch. Is it cutting your gums up real good? It's not the Captain Crunch cup. (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like blood. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, if you want crunch, just put pretzel in it. You know, they do have a version that's a big cup with pretzel. I know, Bran got me one of those too, but I was like, that sounds appetizing. I'll actually eat that one. Yeah, no, I saw it in the store, and I was like, well, I mean, this isn't horrifying enough for the podcast. Yeah. Is there at least a little additional saltiness to it? There is a bit of saltiness, and if you uh, get a bit of the chip in isolation, then I did, there is chip. Yeah, that's a a do not buy. I would not recommend that. But what I also have, because Joe loves nothing better than the sweet taste of exclusive Mountain Dew flavors. He he was talking about that last time, too. Yeah. And so this is a Circle K exclusive, according to the sign at Circle K, which is a convenience store slash gas station out here. You might remember it from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Charlie. I do. Some weird things afoot with this soda. Strange things. So this is Purple Thunder. It's due with a blast of berry plum. Smells fruity. Berry-ish. Huh. That tastes a lot like one of the other flavors. So I don't remember. Which one's the berry Mountain Dew flavor? Is that Voltage? Uh, yeah or i just thought voltage tasted like electricity yeah this is a lot like a voltage it's a little yeah i'm getting the plum a little bit it's actually quite pleasant you know that plum aftertaste i would drink this again this is pretty good five bags of popcorn and then finally wow not even any sodas for the soda (laughs) (laughs) finally this is a uh an arizona exclusive in that someone at Trivia made this for me and gave it to me on Memorial Day. And uh, it's like a patriotic snack mix. And I think it encapsulates America. I haven't been brave enough to try it yet, but I was going to do it on the podcast. So this appears to have as its components uh, checks, pretzels, peanuts, M&Ms. Although they're pretty big. Wouldn't be shocked if they're peanut butter M&Ms. Cheez-Its, cheddar goldfish, Ritz peanut butter sandwich crackers, crunchy Cheetos, and uh, patriotically colored candy corn. Wow. So this does honestly does not sound appetizing, so I can't wait to dive in. Did they tell you it was patriotic? Yes. Okay. Okay, it's not just cheddar goldfish. There's like weird colored ones too that might be like fruits or something. Yeah, this is about as vile as it sounded. I thought it sounded kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that that encapsulates America right there. You're welcome, Joe. But where's the meat? How, how can it encapsulate America without some? Uh, you know what? You're fair. some You're beef right. blocks in there. <laughs> some beef jerky strips. <laughs> yeah, there should there should be bullion cubes in it. <laughs> so that was for you, Joe. Go, Joe. <laughs> Sure, he appreciates it wherever he is. Soon, Passaic, New Jersey. <laughs> he hometown. never leaves. <laughs> His whole Saturday Night Live run, they forced everyone to relocate to Passaic just for him. Yeah, don't you watch the episodes live from Passaic? Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so, I have come up with one new 
Joe Piscopo segment. And this is what I like to call Joe Piscopo crime watch. As we all know, Joe Piscopo is he's a fine, upstanding citizen. So this is only about crimes committed against Joe Piscopo. So there's two that I was able to find. One was when he got fired from SNL. Well, that's that's not a literal crime. <laughs> I mean, it's a crime against comedy, but wait, he wasn't fired for FCC obscenity violations. That's Charles know. Rocket. <laughs> oh, actually, okay. I don't know if Joe Piscopo was fired. I'm willing to bet he just left. It could be, yeah. He was there for a few years. Apparently, he performed at Catch a Rising Star, and and some guy was heckling him in the back. He said, what are you, a hitman for the mob? And then the guy got really offended and had his friends beat up Joe Piscopo. And it turns out that he probably was a hitman for the mob. When was this? Uh, 1979. <laughs> It's not recent, oh, okay. news, but we have to catch up. Jeez. I, thought, I, I was like, I thought this was like recent Joe Piscopo news. We would have had to get serious about yeah, it. I think the guy was also upset at his Sinatra impression. That that's that's the the lore anyway. The guy was mad at Joe Piscopo for his Sinatra impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he got mad too many dooby dooby doos. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he beat him up because because Joe didn't do it my way. Uh, again, we're doing word puns. The same today. guy uh, threw a, a glass at Jerry Seinfeld like a couple of months before that. <laughs> and they wouldn't kick him out. Jerry Seinfeld was doing stuff in the late 70s? Yeah, it says like 79. Yeah. Wow. Didn't I mean, realize he'd been he around a, for quite yeah, that long. Yeah, he was a comedian. We should, no, I knew that, <laughs> but, but he struck. Did stand up, yeah. <laughs> he struck me as somebody who would kind of started around like 83, I guess. Oh, okay. Maybe just because of his Tonight Show appearances. I feel like they started around then. It I'm might not have been. Up, by the way. <laughs> I don't it know might, if that's true. It might not have been good, Seinfeld. So you know, he, he, it may have been warranted. Oh, and this this article, I didn't read the beginning of it. It actually implies two different crimes. But the first one, it says, one week after his wife admitted stealing from actor and comedian Joe Piscopo. So I, that's, that's crime number two. I'll have to look that one up. A Hackettstown resident who worked from his homes in Randolph and Chester Townships as a bookkeeper for the entertainer pleaded guilty Wednesday to joining in the $170,805 theft. Oh, so I guess that's it's the same crime, but two different participants. So yeah, people try to take advantage of Joe. That's what it sounds like to me. Sentenced to three years probation. Well, hopefully we never have to update the segment. Well, this yeah. was from uh, <laughs> 2016. So at this point, she's oh. no longer on probation. Do you guys see the uh, the congressman today complaining about how they won't even let you lie to Congress anymore? <laughs> no. Oh my god! It's a, it's no, a dang I, witch hunt. I didn't see that one. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Louis Gohmert. Oh, ah, oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> it was amazing because I read the caption and then I was like, "There's no way he actually said that." And I, you know, watched the video and it's like, "Oh wow, no, he literally means." Lying to Congress and the FBI. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Back in the old days, us politicians could just say whatever we want to get out of <laughs> any type of situation. <laughs> so has Charlie introduced the next segment yet? Joe Piscopo pre-crime watch? <laughs> Red ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Crime of passion for a man of passion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's all i have for the segment this year but hopefully as you were saying we'll have no updates next year what about a skit? you got a skit for us i was saying before the podcast the one i had pulled up was perhaps the longest and most boring so far <laughs> i don't know if we want to do <laughs> finally <it or> not. <laughs> finally the, the end of the excitement <laughs> yeah come on man i've had too much excitement in 2022 as, <laughs> as long as we get to talk about the falkland islands i'm down <laughs> well there was one where he played abraham lincoln but there was one word i didn't think people would want to say and i was like uh, uh let's not modify it let's just do this does it does word. it rhyme with swat hot hot yeah Think of a tea. <laughs> tot. Tot. You know tot. Tot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me some of your tots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot that Joe Piscopo was in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, we all forgot that thing. This is, yeah. No, this is the new segment. 
inserting Joe Piscopo into movies. Actually, that's not a bad segment. Okay. So, <laughs> so I was trying to look up, you know, movies that Joe had been in and see if I could find scripts for them. Uh, and we could do that instead. And there was one that was like saying that Joe Piscopo was in Home Alone. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was racking my brains trying to figure it out and looking it up. And I realized they met Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> your mind just went to piss <laughs> no they they put it in wrong but it was like <laughs> all right i'll be uh the bartender wait what is this <laughs> I, I don't really know i haven't is read it the, all the way through is this the long one there's nothing that plays better these days than knowing exactly who tom snyder and linda ellerby are <laughs> I, I have no idea. I was finally, the Tom Snyder content I've been looking for. <laughs> and I've Edwin literally Newman. never heard the name Ellerby in my life. That's how you know uh, Charlie chose a good one. It's, it's Slim Pickens oh, out Nixon there thing. on this website. <laughs> another Nixon joke. I mean, uh, how, it's what year would we run out of all sketches? Eighty-four, I think. I think he left I'm, after eighty-three, eighty-four. 2084? 2084. <laughs> like, like if we did this every year, wouldn't we exhaust all the scripts? <laughs> all the sketches? Well, we have to, like, there's only certain sketches that are there, and it has to be one that has Joe Piscopo, and it also has to be one that has multiple <laughs> parts. It has to be one that's not racist. Well, <laughs> there's like five total. Yeah. I guess it's maybe the last year. So we'll run out of sketches like next year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll be Linda Ellerby. All right. So how about Paul? You can be Edwin Newman. Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough. We don't have enough parts though. And Doug and Charlie can simultaneously be Tom Snyder. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I feel like I barely know who Tom Snyder is, but I just keep hearing Tom Brokaw's voice when I'm <laughs> for no reason. Who's the Squiggle Vision guy? Like the guy who did those. Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz, or what was that? <sighs> oh, it is Tom Snyder. That's who I keep thinking of, is the other Tom Snyder. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wait, so this isn't Tom Snyder? No, this is Tom Snyder. Who's Tom oh. Snyder? Yeah, so he had the Late Late Show, didn't he? Yeah. He was the, uh... And then, then Craig Kilborn took over for him. Yep. Oh, so we... Oh, okay. So yeah, I actually then vaguely remember watching Tom Snyder because I was like, oh, this is the boring night show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, he was awful. Is... All right, bartender. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, here's some nuts. Hey, 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 hey LRB, pass those beer nuts. <laughs> pass those beer nuts. <laughs> Don't be greedy. Ha 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 ha. Ladies and gentlemen, some call it retirement. Some call it a permanent vacation. I call it unemployment. And so I toast to tonight's top story, Edwin Newman. Okay. okay. I'll go I'll for go that. that. First, First I got, I got canned. canned. Then LRB got, got canned. canned. Now, now you, you got, got canned, canned, Ed. Ed. Ha, 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 ha. It's a it's small, small world. world. Ha. ha. Actually, Actually, it's a, it's a small, small network. network. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Actually, Tom, I retired voluntarily. Yeah, yeah you, you retired, retired voluntarily, voluntarily, just, just like, like Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed, I must run. But first this, to Edwin New- uh, Newman. Did I say Newman the first time? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> well, Ed, I must run. But first this, to Edward Newman, great newsman, and so goes and so do or, and so it goes and so do I. Good night, Linda. Good night and good night for NBC News. You, you know, Ed, that, that broad, broad talks funny. funny. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Guess, Guess it's, it's time, time for me to buy you a drink. Hey, hey, I, I want to hear, hear more about this retirement thing of yours right after this brief message. message. Now, now tell, tell me about, about this firing. firing. I, I mean, mean retiring. retiring. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the truth, Tom. The news business is a new business these days. All right, all right, all right. All right. right. <laughs> I'll, I'll go, go with that, Ed. Ed. I, I mean, mean, in your day, an, an anchor man could, could also be a critic, a reporter, a commentator. I mean, nowadays, an anchor man can only do one thing. 
It's, it's a highly, highly specialized, specialized skill. skill. Well, maybe if you call smiling a skill, nowadays how a man's mouth looks is more important than what comes out of it. Networks. You gotta commit to the bit, man. Oh, Bye. I thought this was narration. Uh, networks. Do we all sing? No, I think it's just him. This is new. I know what it's like to be Charlie now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have lyrics. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Why can't the networks teach the anchors how to speak instead of telling them how to style their hair or pick a suit that's chic? They dress like fashion models. They all look like Mark Spitz. And they sound as if they've learned their English skills from Berlitz. They read the news with foot in mouth instead of tongue in cheek. Why can't the anchors learn to speak? Ha! Ha 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 ha. Hey, all right. Ha 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 ha. Did you ever think of going on Star Search? Hey, Ed Newman and Ed McMahon. News and, and booze. <laughs> well, well, Ed, Ed don't, don't you think, think you're exaggerating a little bit? Well, maybe a little, but I tell you what. What? Well, if you give. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me a man with a nice voice, sufficiently nice voice, and good hair, I'll turn him into an anchor person. Well, well all right, right sir. sir. How about, How about Blondie, Blondie over, over there? there? Well, I've seen more promising material, but what the hell? It's done. We've shaken. Okay, let's, let's get, get this thing going here. Hey, bartender, get, get the, the over, over here. here. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is too much for <laughs> Yeah, I got your beers here. Well, well, me and my, and my buddy, buddy here we are, made, a made a wager that he, that could, he turn could turn anyone into a news anchor man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that shouldn't be too hard. I used to read the news on Saturday Night Live. Hi, I'm Brad Hall. Bets off. Now, Ed, we, we shook, shook on it. Well, okay. Young man, do you want to be a news anchor person? More than anything in the whole world. All I want is a desk somewhere, 30 minutes of network air, somebody to come and spray my hair, oh, wouldn't I be newsworthy? (laughs) Wouldn't it be newsworthy? Wouldn't what be newsworthy? That's off. Come Come on. on. Now, Now, strictly strictly speaking, speaking, strictly speaking. Let's try something, shall we? Now, Brad, who's the leader of Iran? Iran. Uh, let's see. The Ayacoca. Ayatollah. Uh, Ayatollah, right. Gaddafi. Khomeini. Khomeini. Now, what does that mean to the people of Iran? Free uh, dance lessons? No, not quite. It means pain. Now, repeat after me. Iranians' pains come mainly from Khomeini. <laughs> Iranians' pains come mainly from Khomeini. Try it again. Iranians' pains come mainly from Khomeini. I think he's got it. All All right. right. I'll I'll buy buy that. that. Khomeini's reign is mainly based on pain. Let's try something a bit more difficult. Environmental pollution in the Northeast. Northeast. Uh... Terrain in Maine is stained with acid rain. By George, he's got it. If you say so, sir. Terrain in Maine is stained with acid rain. And where's the acid rain? Oh, I don't know how this bit goes. It goes in Maine, in Maine. (laughs) Thank you. In Maine, in Maine. And what can they do in Maine? Complain, complain. Terrain 
I do want to say that uh, I I want to applaud our our singers today, Adam and Paul. That was very good improv. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Once I worked out what it was supposed to be. Yeah. 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 Was, well, it, Adam did that only for uh, read. Fight, yeah. fighting around the world at the beginning, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd like that skit a bit more. Like once I figured it out, <laughs> like I was like, "What is?" I think what that was supposed to be. <laughs> it's probably one of our most intelligible skits <laughs> so far. E- even when you had like the rest are like really of the time. This is like <laughs> of the time, but we you know at least know but the references. references. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Edwin Newman was an NBC anchorman from '61 to '84. Tom Snyder was Tom Snyder. And Linda Ellerby, uh, another NBC anchor, recognized by the jurors of the DuPont Columbia Awards as possibly the best written and most intelligent news program ever for NBC News Overnight. And I have one final suggestion for Piscopo Day. Can't help but notice that uh, the uh, the Murray Marvel Movie March is starting to come to a, a conclusion of its first phase or segment or whatever you want to call it. And uh, Doug has not on the podcast, but off the podcast, requested a dumb guy movie march. And so I thought, what what better to do? Yeah, you basically, because I think we did like Spielberg or something. You were like, no, I want dumb guy movies. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And Stuff so I that thought I would enjoy. So like I thought, Michael what Bay better movies. than to go through the entire filmography of Joe Piscopo? <laughs> <laughs> and also Home Alone. And not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> So that would include such things as the 1976 remake of King Kong, in which he has an uncredited appearance. Uh, That would include Johnny Dangerously. That would include Charlie's favorite movie of all time, Dead Heat, (laughs) Joe Piscopo and Treat Williams. So, yeah, the hits just keep coming. Yeah, to be clear, I meant movies that were enjoyable when I said dumb guy movies. Adam and I really liked Dead Heat. (laughs) yeah, these movies feel like uh, you'd have to use the negative side of Doug's scale for a lot of them. But Oh, Paul, we could watch Arliss. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the Arliss show? <laughs> He's in seen, episode seen one. Arliss show? Uh... <laughs> hey, Paul, you got any gum? Yeah, yeah, he's in episode one as Danny Richter. <laughs> wow. Captain Every time New I think about Arliss, I think it's going to be the last time that I think about Arliss, and it's never true. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is Arliss? <laughs> it's Paul's favorite show. <laughs> it was a show on HBO in, like, what, the late 90s? Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> about a sports agent named Arliss? <laughs> it won it won some awards <laughs> well that probably wraps it up for this year's uh piscopo day celebrations so thanks everyone for joining us uh in celebrating the fictional construct of joe piscopo that we've created <laughs> don't, don't, don't ruin the immersion for the audience you know what? You're right, Paul. Let's just say, let's just say he's back. His dinosaur story. I'm Adam Gobeski. and I'm Charlie Wallace. A special thanks to our two junior guests, Paul Wilcox. It was a pleasure to be back. My dinosaur story. <laughs> Good. Had to get the last word in on that. <laughs> Tony F. Thanks for uh, for having me back on the podcast. I'm glad that I could uh, reintroduce Arliss. <laughs> I'm going to think about Arliss tomorrow by accident. <laughs> you started the gears turning again. <laughs> and Doug was here too. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> You're welcome, Charlie. And I was there too. <laughs> when tony said thanks for having me back i really thought he was going to try and steal the dinosaur thing from paul there (laughs) (laughs) thanks Uh, for having me back a dinosaur story yeah you just you you by not doing that you legitimize the the (laughs) thanks for having me back as a closing yeah
I stole it from you. No, it was good. You, you. That was an assist for sure. Why do I think you're just gonna torrent all of Arliss now? <laughs> I probably will. I doubt you. I might as well video. torrent everything else that was on HBO at that time too. <laughs> Wait, so Dennis Miller? Dennis Miller live? Everybody wants to prove the world. <laughs> That's the episode. Thanks so much for listening. While you wait for the next one, you can check us out in the meantime on Facebook and Twitter. Or you can go to GobeskiWallsReport.com. And from there, everywhere. Everywhere? There's not a place you can't go. It's a game. Start a website. You try to get wherever you want to go. Well, I look forward to the leaderboards. Isn't that just Jerry Maguire, though? I just remember he had dollar signs for S's. Or at least one of the S's was a dollar sign. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know about the show. <laughs> Who was Arliss, Paul? Uh, I want to look up this guy now. I can see his face, <laughs> he, but again, I never only watched Arliss? it. It says Robert Wool. That's oh, yeah, played, he wasn't That's Batman. who played him. I really enjoy this uh, Wikipedia Arliss facts, which says... <laughs> In the 30 Rock 7th series premiere, Kenneth says, in response to Tracy Jordan's marriage having lasted for over 20 years, that's half as long as it felt Arliss was on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Arliss was on for seven seasons, by the way. (laughs) Wow. I would never have guessed that. (laughs) Went off the air in 2002. How have I never heard of this before? Because you you don't talk to Paul enough. Apparently not. (laughs) I thought I knew you, Paul. Yeah, Arliss occupies a very (laughs) specific time in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Getting some real Fight Club vibes here. During an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Wool said, I had read The Art of the Deal and I thought this is total 100% bullshit. He's saying stuff that I don't believe a word of it. He's telling you what happened, but I want to see what really happened. We can use this as Arliss the sport agent telling you what happens and then prove he's full of shit and show what really happened. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. If only, if only we would have heeded the warning <laughs> he of was Arliss. The, he was the original resistance. <laughs> 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 and here paul you thought you'd never think of arliss again <laughs> <laughs> yeah now that we've had such a long conversation about this it's probably gonna come up a lot more now <laughs> you know Just how I joe have... piscopo wanted it <laughs> part of his grand design <laughs> i mean no. he had a cameo in the first the first episode so do you think he was trying to promote it you know like he's like hey i'll, I'll help you out i'll i'll take that coveted you know first guest star paul there's like a non-zero chance that if we started an arliss podcast we would be the only one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh yeah. man this is like 50 50 <laughs> Well, this says that former uh, Upright Citizens Brigade New York stage show, the George Lucas talk show, organized a seven-week-long charity marathon of Arliss during the (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) They watched all seven seasons and interviewed many of the show's writers, producers, and cast, including Robert Wool. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know. Does that still count as an Arliss podcast, though? (laughs) (laughs) People... People also also ask, why was Arliss canceled? (laughs) (laughs) They still had so much more to say. Yeah, we went out on top. We went out on top with our highest ratings, says Robert Wall, the star creator and co-executive producer of the program. (laughs) It's sad. It was the only successful show about sports ever. (laughs) But apparently women made up 54 percent of the audience of the show which benefited from the following Sex in the City. That just makes me think of Sports Night, the Aaron Sorkin show. That's ostensibly a comedy with a live audience laughing. Oh, yeah. And I really love how, like, in the first season, how infrequent the laughter is. (laughs) 
Because it's an Aaron Sorkin show. It's not really that kind of... It's not yeah. like Seinfeld or something, right? It's not <laughs> gag-based. And so Although, I just I, remember thinking like for a while, like, oh, good, they got rid of the laugh track. And then occasionally like there'd be a mild titter. <laughs> like, oh, they just don't find this funny. <laughs> I like Aaron Sorkin. I think he's a good writer. Uh, I think when he's not getting in his own way, he can be pretty good, yeah. I think sometimes, though, he's kind of... He's too high on his own fumes, I guess, might be the way That's, to put it. That's fair. I yeah. I saw I saw the play uh, To Kill a Mockingbird that he like redid yeah. uh, for Broadway, and it was very good. But it also was pretty like funny, where you wouldn't necessarily think like that subject would lend itself to be like kind you know yeah. to have funny moments. So I, I thought he did a really good job of doing that. 